Glory be to God. We give God glory once again for yet another opportunity to meet again on this platform. The Lord has been conforming us to His very likeness and His image. And we thank the Lord for the progress of the revelations that has been breaking forth to us from His Word. I believe once again that once again as we proceed further to progress in these dealings, the Lord will yet grant us definite remarkable encounters. I want to enjoin you if you have not listened to any of all the previous episodes of the podcast, I want to encourage you to get to listen to them so there's going to be a perfect continuity with this present episode. I want to pray with you now. Father, we thank you. As we look into your word, we're asking, Lord, that your spirit will breathe upon your word and you will translate it to become our personal experiences. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. We have been gleaning from Mark's Gospel, chapter 3, from verse 13 to verse 19, as we have been considering divine concentration for incubation. In this text, we saw how the Lord called twelve out of multitudes. He called them unto himself for the primary purpose of intimacy with him, and he brought them to intimate fellowship in a concerted discipleship so that he might transfer his life and reproduce himself in them so they can go forth to represent him and to correctly describe his very person by their lives and their deeds. And yet we are still going to proceed further as we make progress in this special spectacular dealings the Lord has been having with us as we look at divine concentration for incubation. The Lord intends to hatch out His life in us. The Lord wants us to be able to show forth and manifest to the world that we are exact image of His very person. In Mark's Gospel chapter 3, in verse 13, And He goeth up into a mountain, and calleth unto Him whom He would. We took time to look at this in the last episode. The parameter for divine selection, what God sees in the man he chooses, what attracts a man to God and considers him for God's choice and selection. He calleth unto him whom he would. Now the point is, the next phrase I'm going to read will be the subject of focus or rather will be what we're going to concentrate upon in this episode. The Bible says, and they came unto him. Now, as they responded to that call, it's important to note that that call in itself is concession and submission to the discipleship process. It indicated a willingness to go through the training, the tutorship under the hand of the great master. And for everyone that will become tangible in the hands of God, for everyone that will become something very great in the hands of the mighty God, there is that need to concede and submit to the process of discipleship. 
You see, the disciples accepted the call. They submitted themselves willingly to the process of discipleship that was to commence. In other words, the disciples decided to forsake their prospects in business, prospects in their careers. Some of them were fishers, fishermen. Some were tax collectors. Prominent, you know, career at that time, prominent occupation at that time, like fishing, like tax collection. Yet, they forsook everything. They forsook friends, they forsook their families, and they responded to the call of the Lord. It's very important to state and to emphasize that if you are going to become anything tangible in the hands of God, if you are going to become significant in the you know, program and the agenda of God for this age, there must be a deliberate and a conscious decision to choose and to accept the choice of God concerning you, to draw unto Him, to respond, to follow His call to discipleship. You see, in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 4, in verse 19, when the Lord saw Andrew and Peter fishing, casting their nets, the scripture said, when He saw them, he called them and he said, follow me. He said unto them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And the scripture said, and straightway. What do you mean by that? Immediately, without further delay, they left their nets, they forsook their nets and they followed him. They conceded to the call. That is very important. And it's the Lord bringing that call to you today. The Lord is saying he wants you to separate yourself unto him. He wants you to forsake the world and all his sinful allurements. He wants to disentangle you from all the bands and the holds of the world system that has gripped your life. The Lord is saying, very particular, that you need to respond. You need to concede and you need to submit. That is how the process begins. The process begins when the Lord sees your willingness to submit. When the Lord sees that you are willingly ready to submit under His mighty hand of training and tutorship to make you what He intends you to be. And so, it is very important. I need to note it again. Mark's Gospel chapter 3 verse 13, the last part, And they came unto Him. They came. They left where they were before. They drew away from the world. They drew away from colleagues. They drew away from families, relatives. They drew away from their profession, their career, their prospects in life. In fact, they forsook their ambitions because the Lord has called them. There's a greater calling the Lord is placing on your life today. The Lord is saying He wants to fashion your life. He wants to make you a spectacle he can present to the world. He wants to make you a masterpiece that can demonstrate and show forth his glory to the world of humanity. However, the Lord is seeing you lost in the crowd. The Lord is seeing you wandering and you have gone astray in the midst of the multitudes. The Lord is calling you to separate yourself out of the midst of the multitudes, to concede to this great call to discipleship. 
so that he can concentrate his attention upon your life so he can incubate and brood over your life until his life his nature is hatched out in you you see one thing i want you to know is this if you do not come to him if you do not draw near to him you cannot be anything very significant in his hands he cannot work on you it cannot brood over your life. And so there must be that willingness to submit to the process of his dealing. In Isaiah chapter 64, in verse 8, But now, O Lord, thou art our father, we are the clay, and thou our potter, and we all are the work of thy hand. Until we acknowledge this, that we are clay in the hands of the potter, and he intends to fashion our life as it pleases him until we submit ourselves like a clay dust in the hands of the potter jeremiah went to the house of the potter and he beheld and he saw how the clay was submissive how the clay was flexible enough how the clay did not complain as the potter was trying to cast it into the mood that he desires. Jeremiah went down there and saw that the potter wrote a work on the wheels. And he discovered in verse 4 of Jeremiah 18 that the vessel that the potter made was mad in his hand. That is, it was ruined. So, the Bible said he made it again another vessel as it seemed good to the potter to make it. That's the point. Submission is crucial. Yieldedness. You must respond to that call willingly. You must submit to that call. You must separate yourself. I want to tell you this. God intends to make your life a exact replica of the image and the likeness of Jesus. However, there's something that he wants you to do. Your willingness to submit under his mighty hand. In James chapter 4, the scripture yet further amplifies this. In the New Testament, the Bible says in James chapter 4, reading in verse 8, Draw nigh unto God. You need to come near. And then when you draw near to him, the Bible says he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners. God cannot use you in that sinful state. He cannot do anything tangible with you when your hands are still defied. He says, Purify your heart, ye double minded. And then in verse 10, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. Very important. There's need for you to submit yourself in verse 7. Therefore to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. But you see, you have to submit yourself to God. You have to submit because in the book of First Peter chapter 5, there's a very beautiful scripture I want to show you in 1 Peter chapter 5. In verse 6, Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due season. There's that point of submitting yourself under the mighty hand of the master, so that he can work on your life, so that he can fashion your life, so that he can mold your life as the potter. 
so that he can make you his very desire, what he has in mind, what he intends for you. Wherever you are, I want you to say to the Lord right now as you pray together with me and tell the Lord that you will not resist his authority over your life. The Lord wants you to submit to his authority, but you have struggled. You have many allegiances. You have pledged allegiance to other things. You are entangled with many, many things around you. And the Lord is finding it difficult to exert His authority and dominion over your life. I want you to come under the Lordship of Jesus. Let the government of Christ be binding upon your life. Whatever has kept your life out of His government, perhaps your life is under self-management and self-government, and you have not responded, you have not come unto Him. Yes, you go to church. Yes, you might sing in the choir. Yes, you might operate in different different activities in your religious organizations. But the point is, have you submitted? Have you humbled yourself under the mighty hands of God? Have you yielded yourself to the hand of the great porter to mold you into what he desires? The Lord wants to concentrate on you, but how would he do what he wants to do if you are still struggling with him? If you have not yielded your will, if you have not left your nets, if you have not forsaken your prospect and ambitions, the Lord cannot do what he intends to do in your life. Anywhere you are, you are saying, Jesus, I give myself away to you now. I submit to your Lordship. I submit to your authority upon my life. I concede to the call to discipleship. Do to me what you want. Do to me as it pleases you. Somebody making that cry to God wherever you are. Tell the Lord to do as it pleases with as it pleases him with you. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you for this great revelation that has broken forth to us again. Concession precise concentration before you can concentrate on us we've got to concede to your call for those who are there who are striving who are struggling to come under your lordship every hold of the government of sin and the government of self upon their life lord i command it to be broken completely right now in the name of jesus as they release themselves to you and come under your government and authority lord i pray you will sit on their lives you will captivate their lives you will fascinate them you will bind them by a perpetual covenant such that they'll be bound to you forever thank you jesus glory be to god in jesus precious name we thank the lord for this episode we shall yet still proceed as the lord will still be taking us deeper and deeper into further miseries god bless you god be with you 